0: What are you talking about? I got something I wanna say to you. Check it out. Woo! up! Yay! We're recording. Yay. Happy Friday, my love.
1: Happy Friday. It's not gonna be Friday for anybody that listens to this, but happy Friday. It's not.
0: But I'm very happy that it's Friday. Like, yes. Well, work. Gross.
1: So, to paint a picture for you all, I'm still in my pajamas and I'm drinking some tea.
0: And it's what time there?
1: 3.20. <laughs> 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 and Ariel is just in nines because she just got off work and she's drinking a glass of wine that looks like the most delicious glass of wine I've ever seen.
0: It is pretty good. I have recently got into trying uh, wines from different places and there's this liquor store literally a block from my job, because I live in Savannah, Georgia, and there are liquor stores everywhere, and they have a really small, but always very good selection of, like, South African wines and Argentinian wines, and this one's a South African wine, I don't remember what it's called, and I don't have the bottle in my bedroom with me, (laughs) (laughs) so i'll tell you later
1: Ooh, speaking of savannah are y'all doing anything cool like well i mean i know savannah is but are you doing anything cool for st patrick's day tomorrow
0: fuck no mike pence is here
1: oh gross what
0: everything is fucking awful that's actually one of the topics that i was gonna bring up so i'm glad you asked everything in savannah sucks right now oh my god
1: (laughs) why is mike pence there
0: because he wants to ruin the drunkest parade in the world <laughs> with his, his morality. I don't know. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. So so I've been living in Savannah for a few years now and the first couple years I went all out for St. Patrick's Day. It was new to me. I never lived anywhere where you could carry your drink around mm-hmm. and I never lived anywhere where this many people were getting drunk in the middle of the day outside and just hanging out. And it was, like, really, like, just an excuse to party. And when I was in school, we always got that time off. And now that I'm at work, if it's on a weekday, we don't have to go to work because there's literally a parade for six hours that, like, passes through the main part of town. So it's like, you can't do anything. (laughs) Just stay home. Um, But this year, I was kind of like... You know, I could save a little money. St. Patrick's Day is also my dad's birthday. Um so I was kind of already thinking about getting out of town for the weekend. Also, it's just I mean like 50,000 people come into Savannah for this thing. So if you like live here, it's kind of like I wish I had somewhere to park my car. That would be nice. <laughs> Guess I'll just drive around in circles around my house for 3 hours. Um, so I was already thinking about leaving and then I started hearing these Mike Pence rumors and they were rumors for about two days before the actual like, uh, WTOC and Connect Savannah started saying like, nope, he's, uh, he's coming. So the whole thing about this parade is that you start drinking at eight o'clock in the morning. That's the whole thing. You're supposed to be drunk all day. That's the thing. Um, and you're supposed to be able to drink all in the streets but because mike pence is coming there is now an enhanced security zone that is part of the parade and also like a good chunk of downtown like where the parade is
1: yeah i just saw um, that when i googled it
0: it has all these like crazy rules now and i didn't go through them because i'm not going but i think it has like you can't have you can't bring alcohol into or out of the zone you can purchase alcohol in the zone but you can't like there's a there's like prohibited items that you can cross over this border with um starting tonight at midnight everyone who lives in that zone can't be there like they have or they can be inside their house they have to park their car somewhere else that's like a hundred something residents maybe more Like, it's a huge part of Savannah. And all these people that live downtown can't park their car there. No one can walk into this zone from 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. And then once the parade starts in the morning, it has all these, like, crazy rules. Uh, So I'm just not going. I've heard a lot of people planning ways around it. I've heard a lot of people planning protest. Um, So we'll see how that goes. The ACLU actually was going to sue the city of Savannah because they were like, hey, in this zone, you can't have uh, signage. Probably because they were like, please don't protest. Like, please don't be angry. Like, please (laughs) let this be a happy day. And the ACLU was like, oh, no, you can't do that. We're going to sue you. And they immediately backed down. Um, So I've been, because I volunteer for Planned Parenthood, I've been, like, telling people all day where they can get green Planned Parenthood shirts. (laughs) Uh, So I hope that... (laughs) You know, my girls are out there protesting somewhere, but I will not be there. I'm going to go hang out with my dad. (laughs) It's
1: probably for the, like, part of me, the part of me that wants to be proactive and reactive to these situations tells me, no, you should be out there. But then the other part of me that doesn't want to be within spitting distance of Mike Pence Mm -hmm. says that, like, I want to just go somewhere else and visit someone that I love and not think about this right and I know a lot of people that were planning
0: to leave even before the Mike Pence rumors like were confirmed just because
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's such a hard time to be like I have to get to work in Savannah like all week traffic has been bad they've been putting out you know porty-potties on every street corner because 50,000 drunk people are gonna be outside so porta potties are necessary Um, it's just messy (laughs) it's just very very messy so I think going to wake up early tomorrow and get out of town and then come back on Sunday. I don't know if you've ever been wasted in the middle of the day, but that's, I mean, you really got to. It's exhausting. It really is. Your body's tired. Your sleep schedule gets all thrown off because you fall asleep at like three in the afternoon. <laughs>
1: it's
0: hard to recover uh, from that.
1: Yeah. I have only been tipsy. <laughs> in the middle of the day and that was enough for me. <laughs> that I should probably wait until my bed is a reasonable distance from me.
0: Right. Like when you could just, if you wanted to, just go home <laughs> and take a nap. Does Seattle do anything fun for Saint Patrick's Day?
1: I'm sure that they do. I've actually yet to celebrate Saint Patrick's Day out here. Um, and that's just because like I'm very picky about my Saint Patrick's like environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely some days where uh, the idea of being in the middle of Seattleites when they're drunk mm-hmm. is not exactly my. Like, my go-to environment yeah gotcha <laughs> I will say that drunk Seattle is still Seattle it's just like when you take all of that and then mush them into one area because they're all doing a pub crawl or they're all at the same fair like that's when it gets a little intoxicating mm-hmm. and you're just like I need to kind of get away
0: yeah um, yeah sometimes crowds are just they're just even if everyone's like friendly it's just like too much <laughs>
1: mm-hmm it can be a lot, but yeah, I actually forgot St. Patrick's Day was coming up until a couple of days ago, so I wouldn't have even had time to plan something, probably. I may tomorrow, because, like, I, on this new job in this new rotation, I actually have Saturdays off, which is something <laughs> I haven't had in a while, mm-hmm, nice. and I may start trying to, especially now that it's getting warmer and it's really sunny outside, I don't know if you can mm-hmm. tell the sun is, like accosting me through the I can't window.
0: there's lots of light lots of natural light going on there
1: yeah it's insane but I love it because we haven't had any sun like at all and then like ever since spring forward happened we're at like 50 degree weather and it's been really sunny just out of nowhere after mm-hmm. it stopped snowing we finally are here <laughs> I hope so... winter is over for you yeah, I really hope that like this means it's going to stay like this for a little while or even if it does drop in temperature it's just kind of nice for a little bit. Um but like it it leaves open the potential for the Redmond Saturday markets that they do. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just like a a little a little version of like the type of farmers markets I used to do in Georgia. Oh, nice. It's like kind of they're kind of stuck in like a a little bit of a corner so it ends up being smaller but it's a bunch of like local produce and like uh, a couple of restaurants will, like, set up and give out food and stuff like that. So That's cool. I may start trying to work that in my schedule because I have, like, very specific things for, like, the vegetables and fruit that I want to start buying. Mm-hmm. And if I can get it at a discount that I'm not getting it at the market right now, that would just be that much better. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So,
0: I still need yeah. to check out the farmer's market that happens at Forsyth Park. I've been... Um, just kind of like browsing but I've never actually bought anything from there and I need to do that I think it's every like first Saturday or second Saturday or something and it's in the morning and it's like homemade bread some chicken eggs from my farm some Mm flowers some jam all the cool farmer's market stuff
1: yeah I miss like I miss going to the farmer's markets. Like, the ones that I used to go to in Georgia were kind of, like, podunk, but they had really good produce. Like, they had, Mm -hmm. like, the watermelons that you can only get at a farmer's market that are, like, the size of, like, (laughs) your entire torso. And they
0: are actually sweet and don't just taste, like, water. I remember, like, having watermelons. I was like, there's no flavor in here at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. And Seattle actually has, like... A lot of different districts and boroughs have like their own kind of like farmer's market so like the university district has one and like i think capitol hill has one like like just like some part of capitol hill like i'm not really like super versed on it mm-hmm. but now that savannah lives out there i've told her like once it warms up we should definitely do some farmer's market fun mm-hmm. be about it, <laughs> and like it's warm enough now that her apartment building opened up their rooftop garden and like seating area uh-huh. that like sees out into the entire city that I'm in oh, love that's with. Cool. So like yeah, now we're like okay, now we've gotta do like a brunch up there. <laughs> <laughs> we have like a whole set of like warm weather things that we have to accomplish. <laughs> Woo! So we have so much
0: so okay. february <laughs>
1: happened yeah <laughs> <Almost> February.
0: <laughs> my february was good like it was fun but it was not productive mm-hmm. really um it was my birthday month though so i feel like i deserved mm-hmm. it <laughs> um, yeah yep you did Yeah I feel like I had a lot of fun but didn't accomplish much so the beginning of March has been so much of me like trying to be like okay Ariel get back on your schedule do stuff it's not your birthday anymore (laughs) you can't be lazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well you did something for your birthday that I thought was really cool though because you like posted on all of your social media Um, about Trayvon Martin sharing the same birthday with you yeah. and getting people to try to like you were pointing to people towards that foundation which I thought was really awesome
0: yeah so something I noticed and I don't know when Facebook started doing this but you can like start a cause like start a fundraiser for a cause and you can Mm -hmm. donate your birthday to one Um, last year I read Rest in Power The Enduring Life of Trayvon Martin which was written by his parents and it is um it's really sad because it does tell the story of uh his death and how he his face kind of rose to become like a symbol of things in the black lives matter movement after that um but there's also a lot of the beginning of the book that you just kind of like get to know him Mm -hmm. and um -hmm. like who he was as a kid um so i learned that his birthday was the same day as mine and was actually he had like just had a birthday when all of this horrible shit happened before he was murdered um and they were talking about how he got in a little trouble at school but that they had faith that he was gonna really like um focus up again and like get good grades he wanted to be a pilot or like a airplane mechanic and it I liked it because it took him from being, like, this symbol to being, like, oh, no, that was, like, a real person. Um, and so every other chapter, like, one chapter will be written by the, by his mom and one chapter, and the next chapter will be written by his dad. And it goes back and forth yeah. in that way. And I liked it because it sounded authentic. Um, it didn't sound too, like, made up or sensationalized or anything. Um, it's really good. So they have, uh, they've started the Trayvon Martin Foundation, which, um, works against, uh, senseless gun violence. Um, and so I, yeah, I went on Facebook and was like, hey, you guys, you should donate to this cause cause I know all of you are going to come here on my birthday and be like, happy birthday, happy birthday. It's like, while you're here, why don't you just like give $5? And I th- had set the goal to like $250 cause it's not like I know rich people or anything um and I got over five hundred dollars and I was really really excited I was like oh my god my friends are so nice and awesome (laughs) because I don't know like a lot of times you know you can be on Facebook and like scroll past that shit because you know if too many people are doing it at once and it's like I can't give to every single one so I was really grateful for that so thanks for everyone who gave a little bit there um it felt really nice what did you do in February?
1: Um, February, I came back from my cruise, which I don't. Think oh, I that's
0: talk right! About. You went on a freaking
1: cruise. I did. Um, my cruise was really fun. Uh, my my cruise actually ended up being really good. I knew the closer I was getting to it, that if nothing else, I really just needed a break, mm-hmm. and that that would provide that for me. What ended up happening was. Tripp's family his mom planned the whole thing because it was she's turning i don't know how old she's turning i think she was turning 60 and so she wanted to do a big like thing where she got me and trip back down to georgia (laughs) and Mm -hmm. um his sister amber and her husband billy yeah who are all the way in the uk (laughs) to come down and then we ported out of tampa (laughs) and it was a royal caribbean cruise and it was actually really nice um it was the and i don't know if this is just a royal caribbean thing or what but um it was a the demographic was mostly older people Mm -hmm. which i kind of preferred because i feel like after a couple of days on being like the party boat yeah i would get tired of everyone Mm -hmm. so it was nice to kind of be like you got to see people just kind of like relaxing and going wild if they wanted to but like you could get away from it if you needed to. yeah it wasn't like um, complete party scene yeah for seven days straight because that would have been exhausting <laughs> yeah I'm too old for that <laughs> um but yeah so it was actually it ended up being a really needed vacation because i needed to just kind of like get away from everything and get away from the cold i'm trying to think of everything we did because it's been a minute since uh
0: So where all did it go? Like, you left from Tampa and you went where
1: now? I believe the stops were Cozumel. Ooh, that's where my
0: parents Um, went on their, like, honeymoon, I think. (laughs) Ooh.
1: Mm-hmm. Belize. Mm. There was something after Belize. Um, And and then there was something after Belize, but I really don't remember what it was now. Um, And I think the reason I don't remember is I don't remember getting off No, I got off for that one. What was it? Anyway, we were also supposed to go to the Cayman Islands, but like it was really, not stormy, but the waves were really intense and it was really Mm -hmm. rainy. And so they were like, that was one of the ports that they would have had to get us onto like the smaller boats to take us there. And they were like, these smaller boats are not gonna last in these waves. So we're just not even gonna try. So that gave us an extra day to just be on the boat. Um, but I didn't get to see the Cayman Islands, which kind of sucked. Cozumel was, like, the port was really lame. I feel like if there had been, if I had done an excursion, Mm
0: -hmm. it
1: would have been more fun. But, like, the port was kind of weak. Yeah. But then, um, Belize was probably my favorite part. And, um, Belize, Belize's port was just really cool. But then, Mm -hmm. like, like, the country itself is also really incredible. Like, it's very, like... It's not as developed as, like, America, but, like, I really liked it, because, I don't know, it's just, like, they have, they have a lot of the same technologies and everything, they have a lot of the same educational things, and, like, they, so it's not like they're really, like, that far behind, it's just a matter of, like, hmm I kind of feel like a half of it is like a money thing yeah. that they don't have as much development as America does, but then the other half of it is like this is just how they live and they just like don't really care, you know? Because um, one of the things I thought was most interesting about it was it was very much a, like if you have money and you can just buy a plot of land, you can build whatever you want to onto that land. So a lot of people would like come in, go to Belize with their money and be like, or like they just like happen already be in Belize and they get money. And then, like, they just buy a plot of land and build a big house, and then, like, they just chill there. Um, which I thought was really interesting, because there's not a lot of zoning things that they have to contend with, like they like we do out here. Yeah. Um, which, you know, on the one hand, it's like the zoning kind of helps, like, separate commercial mm-hmm. residential areas and all that kind of crap. But, like, at the same time, you kind of get to do whatever you want to do if you can afford to do it, which I think is really cool um and not a thing that's not a thing that we like really have like the liberty of getting to do even if we do have money
0: yeah here in savannah if you live in the historic district uh, i have a friend who has to like get something signed so she can screen in her patio yeah that's insane. because she's like her house is like and ah, it's from the 1800s and she's like i just want to not get eaten by mosquitoes yeah
1: <laughs> it's oh. so silly like the stuff that people make you do out here but yeah so like it just was really cool the people were really chill um and we had i loved it because our tour guide what uh, We had two tour guides because, like, we went off the port to actually, like, an hour and a half inland into, mm-hmm. um, and we explored these Mayan ruins, and we, it took us, like, an hour and a half to get there, so we got to see a lot of the countryside, got to see a lot of just, like, random businesses, a lot of the actual, yeah. like, city and, like towns and villages around and like the culture there and like you just see people just walking around just doing you know daily life things so that was cool because like hmm. in Cozumel you didn't get that experience because it was just a commercial port that they were like here white people yeah. come feel like you've seen colored people like it's just <laughs> come spend all the money yeah <laughs> and like tourist trap, <laughs> and uh belize's port was also just like way bigger than cozumel so like you had a lot more that you could do if you didn't do an excursion so it was really kind of cool um but so like we had these two tour guys and they were like the sweetest like women ever and one of them was explaining like she was like just kind of going through like the background of belize and like the culture and the history and you know all this kind of stuff and um then uh she would like take any questions and people were like oh you know what's the water system like here blah 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 and you know we just talk about like random things about it and um she was explaining the language and she was like I have a really hard time speaking English so if I mess up or if I take long pauses just forgive me and then she was explaining that like how um out there they all speak Creole but it's like not like Louisiana Creole it's like its own dialect and she said she mm-hmm. she called it fucked up english <laughs> because it's like there's a lot of shortcuts and a lot of weird slang and stuff like that, that they use and like she was just kind of humoring all of us and she was like uh she said a, a like a sentence in english and then she said it in Creole, and you would not be able to like identify what she said <laughs> at all like it was so like left field and it was really funny but like um She taught us some, like, slang terms, which I don't remember now, but, like, I kind of want to, like, look up later and kind of just, like, familiarize myself with. Mm -hmm. Because, like, it was really cool. And then also I just liked that part of the thing of it not being, like, the most developed area was that there wasn't a lot of just, like... We're a city, and all we do here is shop. It's like a like it's a nation full of people that like are actually just like living their lives and just doing shit, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. And like mm-hmm.
1: ap- apparently they're super obsessed with Coca Cola, which is just like <laughs> she was like, "We love Coke." coke is great here <laughs> and like she was talking about it and like as she's talking about it we were like driving by and like random like bus stops random sides of buildings like random billboards like random sides of trucks just had a coca-cola ad like out of nowhere <laughs> and it was so funny to me because like especially being from atlanta where like coca-cola is like the atlanta thing i was, I was just like, about to say yeah
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and was, like, we love coca-cola too <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it was so easy to relate to that <laughs> but it was so funny to see it because i was like why do y'all love coke like i get it but like why do (laughs) y'all this much like they love coke more than people from atlanta um but then like they also were talking about like they have some like really interesting flavors of coke as a result of it because they have a lot of factories that produce it and so they'll like experiment with like natural like fruits and flavors that are like in Belize and so they'll mm-hmm. just have like random fruit infused cokes and she was talking about some of them and I'm like why don't we have that like yeah, <laughs> I want to try that <laughs> um, I think
0: a SCAD student just did some collaboration with them for like Atlanta cause like they like picked a whole bunch of states to try fruits like coke and oh, we yeah. got the peach one and i think a, a scad student like made the advertisement for it or some graphic design cool stuff i have not had it yet i don't even yeah. think i've seen it in stores but i'm excited a peach flavored coke
1: i mean that sounds the most georgia you're gonna get honestly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how much i mean like you could put like you should throw some boiled peanuts in there if you wanted uh mm-hmm. and to be even more georgia
1: <laughs> yeah god but, yeah, so, I mean, that was, Belize, I'm talking about it a lot, because, like, honestly, that was my favorite part of the trip, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, aside from getting to relax, like, Belize was definitely the part that stuck with me. So much so that I ended up, like, I did the touristy thing, and I got a t-shirt, but it's, like, a really, like, <laughs> nice, like, long sleeve t-shirt. So I'm like, I can sleep in this, or, like, go to the grocery store in this, and, like, mm-hmm. um, the Mayan ruins were incredible, though. Because, like, that's something I'd always wanted to do do but like i never was like i have to do this before i die it was just like i yeah. remember learning about the mayans and like seeing pictures of like what's left of their ruins and stuff like that in like our history textbooks and stuff in school mm-hmm. and i remember just like being really fascinated by that and so when we got the chance to do an excursion where we like went through we just like went to this part of belize that happens to have like this, like, place set up around the ruins so you can explore them. It was really cool. And they were explaining, like, how the temples are built, like, how the plazas are built, like, all these different things and pointing out different parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like, this one really steep uh, stone staircase, but it was so slick because it had been raining all day that they were, like, if... <laughs> the It was the same tour to mm-hmm. guide that was on the bus with us. She was like, if you want to walk up there... And fall and bust your ass—that's on you. I'm not gonna show you up that staircase, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's fair." <laughs> she, she... That's so fine. like, I get it. Uh, I get it. nobody <laughs> ended up really going up there. But then um, I did want to climb uh, one of the ruins, and like, it was this really steep staircase. It was probably like 50 steps or something maybe more i don't know mm-hmm. um and then you get up to the top and you can see like everything i think i posted a picture of it on instagram so i can like
0: i was gonna say i saw a lot of your pictures yeah. and they were gorgeous it, it was like it was a really good time. cool
1: so like yeah 10 out of 10 would recommend uh belize i would love to do like a trip to belize that's like I don't know, still has, like, a tour guide and stuff, because I'm not saying I'm familiar enough with that city that I would just go there on my own and, like, know what I'm doing. But, like, Mm -hmm. still, like, do, like, a vacation-y thing. But, like, I would definitely do that on its own and just kind of, like, do... Because I'm sure they have other things or other, like, Mayan excursions and stuff like that that you can do. That would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, then wherever the third stop was that I just can't remember... (laughs) Um, that was also chill. We like after the excursion in Belize, we went back to the Belize uh, port and we ate some food. They had some bomb ass food. I mean, it was like honestly, it was food you could probably get just about anywhere. Like their food isn't like so specific to them that you couldn't like. They had some really bomb ass rice and beans, mm-hmm. and that was like the thing that you eat when you go there. Apparently, is you get yeah. coke and you get rice and beans. <laughs> um but they also had like fish and chips and stuff like that and I had like uh crab or something I don't remember but it was like it was still tasty it was really really good like their spices were on point and stuff and I was like I'm about this Mm -hmm. but yeah
0: (laughs) I love good food yeah
1: I mean it was cool like I hadn't been around warm weather like that in a while So that was an adjustment, but it was nice to, like, bust out the tank tops and be like, my arms. (laughs) (laughs) Look at my shoulders, they're here. Um, And I read a lot. I read, like, four books, I think.
0: Ooh, see, those are good vacations. See, I brought books to Miami, uh, but it turned out to be a different sort of vacation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, now I kind of want, like, a leisurely, like time to read and like catch up on things vacation you should do
1: a staycation
0: i should i should do one of those and just like take a a few days i probably will um after this big campaign at work gets done scad fash weekend it's gonna be kind of busy so i don't think i can ask off during that time mm. uh, but maybe afterwards hmm Thanks for the great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can just stay at my house and not spend any money and just read all day. Um, we were talking about what we did in February, which brings me to another February yeah. highlight. Motherfucking Black Panther. Girl. It was so good. So many good
1: things.
0: Like, I don't normally enjoy superhero uh-huh. movies like that. You know, I see them. I've seen the Supermans and the Batman's and the Thors and the Hulks and the whole thing, the Ironmans. And I was like, that—that's a movie, mm-hmm. yeah. But I really, really liked this one. I. And not just because Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off a lot. <laughs> but, though that had something to do with it. I think that had
1: a lot to do with it for a lot of people. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Me and Melody finally got to talk about this in the episode for our podcast that I'm currently editing, actually. Um, because <laughs> It took her like the next day after we recorded the podcast episode where I had seen it for her to see it so we were we were behind (laughs) talking about it but i had like a ton of notes and i mean i can go through those notes but it's a lot (laughs) i'm just gonna here's some highlight points okay first of all
0: do we need to say spoilers do we need like hashtag spoilers if you're listening skip from now until a little further or not by now i mean yeah it's march first of all kill yourself (laughs) maybe not that (laughs) Start there. (laughs) What's wrong with you?
1: Black History Month may be over, but your chance to see Black Panther never ended.
0: Never ended.
1: You've had time.
0: We should be there right now. Turn this off.
1: Actually, it's probably in a dollar theater. Let's go. (laughs) 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 Okay, so first off, the fact that they made it release during Black History Month. Perfect.
0: Right. Mhm. Time was
1: everything. Loved it. Um, I really loved that they didn't really care about how heavy-handed they were about like any of the socio-political issues that they brought up in it. Mhm. Um, they were pretty much just like we're going to whack you over the head with this cuz we've been really coy for a while and we ain't got time yeah. no more. Yeah,
0: here um, it is. <laughs> yeah, Here's
1: the so truth. That was really fucking poignant and and just like it was everything. It needed to be there. Like, uh, I just like if anybody got uncomfortable, just know you were supposed to be uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, that was and the that's point. Not,
1: that's <laughs> not the flaw of the film. That's right. You need to understand why it was uncomfortable. Like, right. That's something inside of you.
0: Yourself. Go yeah. see a therapist. Work it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good. I almost left the theater right afterwards, but then I was like, wait a minute. This is one of those superhero <laughs> movies. There's yep. going to be something afterwards. And so if you haven't seen it and you're listening, just know that there are not one but two things. So just yes. sit down. Just don't leave the theater. Yeah, just wait. Plus until... the music
1: during the credits is fire. So just Right.
0: Listen. That too. That too. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> yeah. I had to ask about the um, the white guy in the second post-credit scene.
1: Okay. Did you get your answer, or are you asking me?
0: No, I got my answer. I didn't know if okay. we were going to spoil it or not, but I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I don't know who
1: that is. I have to, like, ask someone,
0: and then they explained it to me. So, now yeah. I get it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, so, I don't even really care about spoilers, personally, because anybody <laughs> that's going to see it has already seen it, but, mm-hmm. like, um, usually I'd kind of be like, oh, we shouldn't spoilers, but no. Uh, <laughs> so... That was actually really interesting for me because in Infinity War, so in the timeline, the long-ass timeline of Marvel's cinematic universe. um, So long. So many things happen. (laughs) Yeah. At the end of Civil War, Captain America basically takes off. um, Mm -hmm. And that entire movie is about his struggle. Well, there's different layers to what the issue is. One of them is, like, a very political issue of, like, they shouldn't... The Avengers shouldn't be given full reign to just go into territories that aren't U.S. territory and just, like, save things but fuck it up. Because Mm -hmm. that's an issue that happened in Age of Ultron where they just basically, like, flatlined an entire country to try to save it. Yeah. Um, And so it caused, like, a huge, like, United Nations level kind of a problem. And so there's that layer to it. But meanwhile... While that's also going on, Captain America's kind of breaking those, like, rules by trying to go save his friend Bucky, who has been the Winter Soldier. Um, And essentially what's going on with that is he's kind of like a sleeper agent, (laughs) where, like, they Mm -hmm. say a few Russian words, and he just, like, snaps into action, and he just destroys everyone. Um, They were childhood friends, and they both entered into um, the army together, and then... Um, the Russians kind of, like, took over Bucky and did everything to him that they did. Meanwhile, the Americans uh, found a candidate in Steve to do this project, do this experimental project on him that turned him mm-hmm. into Captain America. And okay. so, like Buck Yeah, Bucky and him are both dealing with this, like, immortality and also very adverse sides of, like, the way that systems try to play heroes and try to... Um, Push their agenda on people, and so mm-hmm. because Steve, Captain America, is very much loyal to his friend Bucky, and is constantly trying to save him and pull him out of this like Winter Soldier like sleep that he's constantly in. Mm-hmm.
0: He's
1: he's getting de- he gets derailed a lot in his movies because Bucky will show up and fuck shit up, and then he's like, "Well, what am I supposed to do? This was my best friend, you know." Um, and so in the Civil War, he is basically all of the rules that the United Nations is trying to lay out to be like, you can't do this, you can't do that. He's just breaking them because he's going into like all these hmm. foreign nations and just trying to find Bucky and like everything is chaotic and blah, blah, blah. And that's when Black yeah. Panther also shows up because he's trying to, uh, I think he's trying to either kill the Winter Soldier or he's trying to kill Steve. I don't remember which, I don't, I don't remember why T'Challa was there now. I think he's trying to kill somebody, though, because, like, I know that he was already the Black Panther, but when his father dies at the United Nations, which is one of the black and white, like, flashback scenes that you see. Yeah. um, When he dies in that explosion, T'Challa's like, well, fuck all of y'all white people, and so he just goes and tries to find whoever did it. but at the end of Civil War, he leaves. Like, Captain America just takes off, and he's like, I just need to, like, not be this right now. And at the end, like, in all of the Infinity War trailers, you see, um which I absolutely refuse to see, that one that just came out, like, today or, like, the other day, because um, I don't want to Oh, the spoilers. trailer? The trailer for Infinity War, like, there's, like, a new, new one that just came out. Yeah. And... Uh, there's always spoilers in trailers so I'm like I don't want to like see what happens yet oh but okay gotcha in like all the previous trailers like you see Captain America with like the Wakandan army mm-hmm. and like he's like charging down this field in this one shot with all of them um, and so I was always kind of like well, that's weird like how did he end up over there but now like seeing <laughs> that in credit and seeing Bucky like with Shuri like it makes way more sense so I'm interested to see how that comes together
0: okay I I did watch the trailer I don't know enough to know what is a spoiler and what's not like all of that background on Captain America I honestly don't know if I've ever seen a Captain America movie I think he, he's the one superhero that I was like oh I didn't I don't know what your deal is other than he has a very strong jawline
1: the first two Captain America movies are probably some of the strongest Marvel movies that have come out Mm-hmm. Um, they're incredibly great and they're very tonally unique. Civil War is one that I'm very disappointed in because it has good moments, but it does a lot of really bullshit Marvel things that were just completely pulled me out of the movie. Yeah, and I don't know why they did that because like, like for example, there's this one girl that he just randomly kisses at some point in the movie and there wasn't enough of a build up to it for it to be like worthwhile. Yeah. So I was like, did you just like really want him to kiss someone? Like what the fuck is this? Like it like was. Like the hero really... has
0: to kiss someone in a movie type yeah, of thing. It was
1: just it was just like really annoying things that like didn't mm. need to happen and it's stuff okay. that Marvel's been doing a lot lately. But like if you want to I would say at least watch the first two Captain America movies because I think you'll really okay. like them. They're very strong. Yeah, I think um, I
0: am gonna go see the new uh, Infinity Ward if I can find someone to like go see it with just because uh you know Black Panther is in it again and now that I'm like oh like it's all connected (laughs) maybe I can put all the pieces together because everyone is like every superhero is in this movie every single one yeah and I'm like oh it's
1: gonna be the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe it's gonna be the entire Guardians of the Galaxy it's gonna be Spider-Man Iron Man um so where are they
0: are they in New York? Like, where no, so all the superheroes live?
1: <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make you a list of the ones that I think are, like, most, like, purposeful and, like, the ones that you should watch to understand the story. Okay, uh, so I can, like, like, a
0: little prep before
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Infinity War. Um,
1: but so everything has been leading up to Thanos, which is um, part of Thor's lore. And so essentially what happens is the Avengers come together because Thor... Um, and as like, if Thor is a part of Norse mythology, like that's mm-hmm. his thing. So Thor and Loki and like Asgard and all that stuff. Essentially, what's going on is like Thanos is a part of that lore, and he, had, he's kind of had like a subtle hand in some of, in some of the plots before. Like especially like the first, um, the first Avengers was like, with Loki and all of the shit that he pulled, there was mm-hmm. a lot of, like, um, foreshadowing for Thanos to come and, like, basically just destroy the entire world. Like, um, cause he's just really into just, like, complete annihilation type of, like, destruction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they had been subtly talking about, like, he was, like, in an end credit where he's just, like, you see, like, a shadowy face and, like, you know it's Thanos. And he's talking okay. about, like, oh, my time will come or some bullshit. And... So, everything leading up into this point has been for Thanos to eventually just destroy everything. Um, and based off of some of the promotions, the promotional stuff I've seen, yeah, I know that there's going to be some scenes on Earth, but I think there's going to be some scenes in space, because Tony's Tony Stu- T- T-
0: <laughs> I can't believe you just messed up your husband's name like that. <laughs> you yeah, loved him. <laughs>
1: Tony Stark's suit. Is, yeah,
0: gotcha. <laughs> um,
1: there have been a lot of like looks at it being able to regenerate. It seems like it, he kind of has like a wingspan now that he can like pop out of the back of his suit. Uh, uh-huh. There's just like, there's a lot of upgrades that makes me think like he is building it so that he can withstand like um, outer space level type of like environmental stuff.
0: Right, so he can be outside of a spaceship just in his Iron Man suit.
1: Yeah, or yeah. yeah, or like on a foreign planet or something. Yeah. And so there's, um, yeah, I'm not, because I'm also kind of distancing myself from like what are they going to do with this movie because I don't want spoilers and I want to just see what they do versus like what the comics do. I'm yeah. kind of just like letting them do whatever, but that's kind of the impression I'm getting at the moment. Um, but yeah, so it's all, it's all been coming to Thanos, even though it's kind of, it's weird to, like, think about that that's what it's about, because all of the movies kind of have their own struggles here and there, but a lot of the movies Mm -hmm. have been a lot of, mostly character building, and then, like, they subtly hint at, like, when there's a big one like the Avengers, they hint at Thanos again, and then, like, they move forward, so, yeah, um, I'll get you... I'll get you those movies. Give like, me a yeah, list. Here's the ones you should watch. And then I will just do a summary of the ones you shouldn't watch.
0: <laughs> just so <laughs> I know. It's just so I'm up to date.
1: Be like, here's what happens in this movie. Don't
0: bother. <laughs> <laughs> and when does this movie come out? Infinity Wars in April?
1: Yeah. April okay. 23rd, I think, is when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. So, Because they were going to do it later, and then I think they moved it up a week. Oh, I do so remember
0: cool. seeing something like that on Twitter, where everyone was like,
1: "Something's happening with the movie." <laughs> yeah, because Robert Downey Jr. and like Marvel did a cute little promo where he it made it look like he had persuaded them into like moving it up a week. But I was like, I'm pretty sure they were going to do that anyway, guys. Like people were, like people were, like, oh my god, look what Robert Downey Jr. did! For us that, like, <laughs> look what guys. just
0: happened. Movies take a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe they just knew.
1: <laughs> oh my god uh but yeah so
0: and now i'm really
1: looking forward
0: to um a wrinkle in time because i read those books when i was little and i i really 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 wanted to reread the series before the movie came out um but i haven't i i don't i didn't have the chance to and so now i don't know if this movie is like just the first book and there's gonna be more or if -hmm. this is like Because they call it, with the books, A Wrinkle in Time series. So is this supposed to cover
1: everything?
0: Or just that one book?
1: I had a copy of A Wrinkle in Time when I was younger. And then I proceeded to not read it. Not because I wasn't interested, I just, like, somehow just never got to it. It's, like, the most sci-fi thing I've ever read. Really? This will be, like, like a brand new experience for me whenever I do see it. I am so excited, though, because, like, it's such a interesting but kind of weird cast like yeah. I never thought I'd see Oprah and Mindy Kaling in the same movie and Reese
0: Witherspoon and um homegirl from Scandal whose name I can't remember I'm gonna call her Melly because that's what her name is in Scandal but I can't remember <laughs> her name now and I'm sorry but yeah like I never liked anything like sci-fi ish until mm-hmm. um until this movie. So I'm super excited. I a friend of mine has seen it already. And she said that it is definitely written for 12 to 13 year olds. But like you could still enjoy it. I don't think that. I think she said she did not read the books growing up. Okay. So she was like I still liked it. Even though I could tell it was written for a child. I was like okay. Yeah. All right. Well I'm 28 and I will go see it with the eyes of a child. And <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs>
1: So, I know I told you about Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations.
0: Yes, I'm actually going, I have it, like, queued up to listen to on the drive to my parents' house tomorrow.
1: They, Oprah does some, she does a couple different episodes, because I'm pretty sure she's just breaking, or, like, the person that's actually editing it, because she's Oprah. Right, um, It's just, like, breaking it up into, like, mini-episodes, but she does talk to Reese Witherspoon and Mindy Kaling for, like, a hot minute just about a wrinkle in time and then also just like women's issues because around the time that that episode aired was like also the height of the me too movement mm-hmm. so they were kind of com- like talking about like women in general and then women of media and that sort of thing so it was a really good conversation um and also apparently she and Re- reese witherspoon are just like really good friends which i didn't know
0: yeah yeah That's i didn't know weird, that either so.
1: But yeah, they've like
0: really good friends with Oprah. I
1: don't know if it's like a <laughs> new thing or if like they've always been kind of close, and then now that they did this movie together, they have a reason to like do more together. But I'm just like, mm-hmm. they've been talking to each other like they're BFFs, and I'm like, whoa, Gail, like <laughs> uh, you weird. have
0: a best friend, Oprah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so definitely, I think you'll enjoy that. There's also a really good one with. Um, uh, Jordan Peele. For oh, Get I Out. love
0: him. Love him. I bet that's a good episode.
1: It is a really good one because he just talks about some really cool shit. I just listened to her talk with Stephen Colbert the mm. other day on the bus, and that was just really funny because it's just Stephen. Like, he has such a unique <laughs> perspective on life because he's just so happy despite all the bullshit that's going on in the all world. All the I'm bullshit. Like, I just love it. Um,.
0: <laughs> Um, Do you listen to the Invisibilia
1: podcast? I have subscribed to that for months, and I have proceeded to forget to listen to it.
0: So it's real, 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 real good. I love it. Um, But it's not one of those podcasts that you can, like, put on and then, like, wash the dishes. Like, Mm -hmm. or it's not for me, at least. I feel like if I'm ever listening to it and I, like, tune out for a second i come back and i'm like wait what what are we (laughs) talking about because it's like i think their tagline is like the science behind invisible things or something like that so it's like the whole like theme of the episode will be like love but then they'll tie together like these three stories that look at like Oh, when Jane Doe fell in love because she's a doctor, she got her brain scanned and it lit up, you know, these areas of the brain. And so she thinks that love is, you know, the combination of serotonin and something else. And then I'll be like, but somebody else said, and it's just like exploring, but like still having like an overarching, like a very beautiful metaphor of like, we should all love each other. Like, Mm -hmm. I, like, might ugly cry during certain episodes, but in the end, I feel very hopeful.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a good one. I can't tell their voices apart. The two women who are, like, the main speakers sound exactly alike, but it doesn't bother me too much.
1: (laughs) That's good. Dude, speaking of podcasts, so I finally have been... I started My Dad Wrote a Porno, like, a while ago. Uh-huh. and put it down, and I've been, like, picking it back up slowly to finally finish that out, and it's still so fucking funny, so, like, if you just <laughs> never listen to it, like, definitely still do it, because it's so ridiculous, and also, like, it's three British people, like, telling the story and joking about it, so it's very, like, there's just British, like, humor there, where the way that mm-hmm. they make fun of it is so funny to me, because, I don't know, it's just not the same type of humor, it's, uh, so, like, it's refreshing, like, just the way they pick on his dad and the way they pick on, you know, him and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but, God, the, the porno that he wrote is so fucking stupid. And the characters are so bad. But, like, what I love about it is they they really, like, they take the mick. They take the piss out of, like, this, like this story that his dad's written, but then, like, his dad has still gotten an overwhelming amount of support and attention because of the book, and so he's just, like, (laughs) eating it up. He's like, I don't care if this is crap, I'm just gonna keep writing it, like.
0: (laughs) Everybody loves it, (laughs) ha ha.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so silly. Um, And then recently, so you know how I like true crime? Mm -hmm. And I I like listening to horrific things. Mm-hmm. I found a podcast that just talks about cults and that has been a wild ride let me so tell just you like
0: don't like to sleep at night like you <laughs> just don't like to get a good night's sleep that's fine that's fine <laughs>
1: It's been so illuminating. It it goes through, like, they'll do, like, really popular ones and then ones you may not know about. And, like, they devote two episodes to each cult. So, like, you'll hear the backstory and then you'll hear, like, okay, now here's the horrific shit they did while they were in this Mm -hmm. cult together. And they've done, like, The Manson Family. They've done, like, Heaven's Gate. Um, There was one I was reading or listening to because it's a podcast. But it's, a, it's about one from Japan that I didn't realize it was connected to a cult because, like, I had only heard bits and pieces of it in the headlines growing up because, it like, mm-hmm. it went through the 90s. But it was, like, I was just listening to that the other day, and I was like, holy shit. And, like, some of the stuff that people do, I don't – it's just insane. There's just – it's just insane. <laughs> and what is it called again? It's just called Cults, and okay. it's by – it's produced by, um, the Parcast Network, and it's by these two, these two people. One's named Vanessa, and the other one's some guy that I, I tend to forget their names a lot, um, but they're very, uh, they have very good narrator voices, mm-hmm. and so they, they've produced, like, they have, like, very clean scripts of, like, when they're reading through these stories and explaining different parts of it, and, um, they go through, like, like, uh, the girl vanessa will do a lot of the psychological breakdown of some of the things that the cult leaders have done but like she'll be like i'm not a psychologist but like here's like what i found through all of this research i've done and they kind of like break it up and like one of the things i thought was the most interesting was like one of the cults managed to pull in a lot of like really intelligent men um and women but it was like the 70s so it's like you mostly found men in the workplace that kind of thing but like mm-hmm. um like really intelligent men like dudes that should have been in like mensa and stuff um into these cults and um that's you know the other host was like to like bait her into her part of the script was like oh that's weird like you would think that someone that's really intelligent wouldn't fall for something like that and something that she pointed out that i'd never considered before was the fact that like If you are incredibly intelligent and you've gone your entire life knowing that, and also people constantly telling you that, then Mm -hmm. you are going to believe you're less susceptible and less naive than you might actually be. So if something, Hmm. if you fall for something, you're going to be in your like intelligent mind going, oh, well, if me someone who's incredibly intelligent can see this and believe this then it must be true right right and And all these other people
0: are stupid and wrong yeah
1: yeah and so like you just like you rationalize it that way and so like even though you may be like minsa certified you still are just as much of an idiot as anybody else (laughs) and i was like that's kind of crazy because i never would have thought of it that way because like it is kind of weird to think about how these people can get so easily manipulated like sometimes you see the people that were in the cults and you're like oh I kind of get it but then like you see <laughs> other people that were like well-to-do like people in their like you know huge corporations making like real bank and they're just like still falling for it and like you see them on the sidewalk like banging a tambourine around and you're just like all right well you know <laughs> well, you do you yes yeah, so <laughs> that's what you wanted
0: happy. <laughs> cool. cults are terrifying yeah I insane. I always and again I know like nothing about cults but I always imagine that it's oh like a emotional thing like I feel like it would be really easy to get someone who felt like they didn't have a home or someone who was lonely and had no one to turn to I always thought that like that was how you got sucked into a cult um but if you could like logically rationalize being in a cult like that's scary Like, I think, like, emotions are supposed to be stronger than logic, isn't that what they say? Like... I think so, yeah. But if both of those paths lead you to a cult, like, shit, shit! (laughs) What do you do? How do you not get sucked into a cult?
1: I feel like just being a skeptical person helps, you know what I mean? Like...
0: Yeah. Because, like, if you can read vibes, then
1: you're probably good. Yeah. Some people just can't read it. Like, you know how you always meet that person, and you're like, there's something off about them, mm-hmm. but then you have that friend that's like, oh, no, they seem completely fine. Like, that's the type of thing where you're just like, I'm not saying that friend is going to end up in a cult, but <laughs> you're going to be fine. Like, <laughs> <'cause>...
0: <laughs> Yeah, there have been plenty of times, especially, like, with men in particular, as a woman, that, like a friend of mine will introduce me to his friend, you know, and he's like, oh, it's my buddy. And I'm like, hey, if you ever leave me alone with this man, you and I aren't friends. And I'm like, you know, they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just a weird vibe, so don't do it. Yeah. I would hope I wouldn't get sucked into a cult. (laughs) I feel skeptical enough (laughs) that I wouldn't, but, you know, I'm sure other people did too.
1: Before... (laughs) I have a lot of like little bullet points of like weird shit that's happened lately just in pop culture that we will get to because we need to get to it. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted as like a Mm -hmm. double dose of like Black History Month catch up and also Women's History Month, we could talk about some Black voices that you admire as well as me if you happen to make that list. Because I still have the list, but I'm just going to probably just like sigh at all of them. Like, I don't know if I have a lot to say. Yeah, yeah. we
0: can just like name people that should be on the list. I and mean, we can like compare our list. Um, yeah. Beyonce. Duh. Yes. Duh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Barack and Michelle.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Obviously. Obviously. Just classy. Just flawless their daughters too just
1: actually in love functionally in love
0: right right every time they like drop a spotify playlist for their anniversary or valentine's day i'm like well i'm gonna listen to this alone in my room but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's a good playlist um let's see uh toronto oprah. burke oh oprah yeah 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 uh, Toronto Burke the founder of the Me Too movement um oh Rihanna taking down Snapchat that's super new I don't know if you saw that those headlines what? today what happened? okay so I think like yesterday this is like super new maybe it was the day before yesterday but Snapchat put up like uh an ad that was like would you rather it was like a quiz and one of the questions was like would you rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown in the face And everyone was like, how tone deaf can you be? Like, why you put those two people together and ask that question? Um, And so Rihanna got on Instagram and in her little Insta stories had typed up this whole thing that was like, that's ridiculous i barely even use snapchat so i'm not mad but you need to know that you you know she's disrespected all the victims of domestic violence blah 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 and apparently they had apologized to her before she did this um because the end of it was like throw the whole app apology away like app yeah. apology but app um and then like the very next day all these headlines are like snapchat loses 800 million dollars because people are just like deleting the app and it's apparently 4%. Of, I know that those two numbers don't make sense to me, how it can be $800 million, but only 4% of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw different he- different headlines. Some were like, they lost $800 million worth of revenue. And it was like, some they lost 4% of their revenue. Maybe that is 4%. Well,
1: so 4% is still a large percentage if you're making a lot of fucking money so yeah 800 million could be four percent of their entire net revenue which That's is insane. disgusting
0: i saw a lot of people just randomly like when i was following the hashtag on twitter or just following like rihanna on twitter talking about like well yeah i deleted it i deleted it i deleted it i was like dang dang snapchat you really fucked up
1: Yeah, they've been fucking up ever since they got big, though. Because you remember when they were doing... They first did the filters, and they did one that was legitimately blackface.
0: That's right! Oh my god, I forgot about that. So no black people work at the Snapchat headquarters? Yeah, well,
1: that was the thing, was, like, that happened. Everybody was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they were like, oh, we thought... Blah 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 and then people are like weeping like and it was like right in the middle of like Black Lives Matter and everything that they mm-hmm. did it. And so then they're like, There's no way you couldn't have known and then somebody like revealed like leaked like CEO like photos of like everybody mm-hmm. that works at like Snapchat and it's all these like white dudes. Mm. Like there was That's not the one person of color and you maybe kinda... one white woman. It was insane. Why are
0: do they not realize that like people of all colors use your app? So maybe <laughs> you wanna have like, people of all colors like <coughs> helping create this thing.
1: But it's like also why would you ever change for, the color of someone's skin in a filter? Unless you're it. making them like blue skinned alien, because we have yet to Right, you know, like something advocate like that. Yeah. <laughs> like why would you ever it just
0: that's just not smart stupid and this recent thing with rihanna like what like i can't i would not want to meet the humans who said yeah that's funny like, I wouldn't want to meet those type of people who are, like, put those I mean, two people together.
1: People <laughs> were already about to delete Snapchat when they did their update. Because I still hate Yeah, the shit. update
0: is, I don't get it at all. Like, I barely used it before. And now I'm, like, I can't even find the stuff I want to see. So, yeah. no.
1: <laughs> it's gross. It's really stupid. That's disgusting, though. I can't even believe they did that. Yeah. Like. Honestly, though, even if those two hadn't had the history that they did, why would you even make that, like, a two choices? Like, that alone is right. just really shitty because you're... That's the thing.
0: I didn't understand what it was, like, why this was... Sure, would-you-rather quizzes are super popular all over social media because you can take all these, like, polls, but, like, why are you deciding which humans to physically assault? <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why is that a it's fun thing stupid. that we're doing? <laughs> Ugh, God. Yeah. People are um, dumb. So, f- do better, well, Snapchat. Do better.
1: Yeah. Rihanna is definitely on that list then.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: submit the following names. Mm-hmm. Solange. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, yes, yes.
1: she's also been killing it. Um, Then, three faves from YouTube. Jackie, Ina, Julesy, and... Attila, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, and then Yvette Nicole Brown. I just love her. She makes me very happy. She remind me who that name is. It's 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 okay that you don't know that name. Um, <laughs> just because like you have seen her in things, but you may not have like learned her name. You know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: she was in Community of Shirley.
0: Okay. She
1: was also the manager from Drake and Josh that you see yell at Josh all of the time. Oh, she's in the
0: older black lady mm-hmm. with the ponytail on community and it's like a yeah she ponytail. does she does
1: do the little poofy ponytail i forgot about that mm-hmm.
0: yeah um <laughs> oh she's funny she's hilarious
1: yeah she's amazing uh, and if you follow her on instagram she's always just like fuck all of y'all <laughs> she, will, <laughs> she will stand up for herself and i love it it's amazing um so yeah that was a good um, i can't think
0: loving Um, tiffany haddish lately she's hilarious everywhere
1: doing a lot of really good stuff lately uh i mean just the entire cast of black panther yeah Yeah, all of them
0: all of them um Um, let's
1: see
0: Um, that i just really love i've been rereading langston hughes lately he who? makes me happy. I've been rereading a lot of Langston Hughes poetry lately. He makes me really happy. <laughs>
1: is good. Um, Kimberly from For Harriet is very good. It's also another, like, YouTube. like. Oh, kind of
0: yeah. I think you may have sent me um, some videos from her.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. She's very good. Uh, but, yeah. That's a good list. Yeah. <gasps> Really? And, I'm you know, singing. all
0: the everyday black people just out here doing your thing, you rock, yeah. too.
1: Yeah. You don't have Ariel. to have
0: millions of dollars. Me? <laughs> <My> thing. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly don't have millions and millions of dollars and, you know, paparazzi following me around. But I'm out here paying these bills and getting my shit done. So there. Ooh! Man, we've been talking
1: for almost
0: two hours and we had so much to catch up on because we haven't spoken in forever i
1: know know. (laughs) we'll have to have like
0: just a skype session to like paint our nails and drink wine together one day also and just be like what's going on tell me all of the feelings in your heart all the things that you like don't want to put on this podcast also bitch um (laughs) where (laughs) is where is that notebook oh we talked girl, about passing oh, it around for forever and i keep being like i know exactly what i'm gonna write It just hit my brain i was like wait a minute
1: you just like <laughs> snatched my hair from my roots i was like what am i getting yelled at
0: because i was about okay. to say we have to write each other letters when i was like wait a minute not letters that damn notebook
1: So the thing that sucks is like the most convenient post office is the one that we have on campus.
0: Mm -hmm. The
1: problem is I'm so busy at work, I never can get up and go mail it. So it's been sitting in my book bag with me going, I'll mail it today (laughs) for the last two months. And so there's like... The week of letters that I wrote you where I was, like, doodling on the page. And I was like, this is going to be fun and cute. And then, like, two rogue letters that are just like, I'm really sorry. I still haven't sent you this. (laughs) So I'm just going to... Tomorrow I need to, like, go to the grocery store and stuff like that. So what will probably happen... And I also need to, like... I need to start cleaning today, but then I need to, like, finish cleaning tomorrow. What will probably happen is, like, I finish cleaning tomorrow go to the grocery store to get some wine so that we can have that session together eventually and also I can just have wine and then I just go and dump the notebook in one of those <laughs> like post office box things it's like send to my friend thank you this?
0: no I totally get it there's like one post, post office it's like super close to me Um, but whenever I order something that can't fit in my mailbox, for some reason, it gets sent to the one across town because why not? Why put it in the one a block from the house? (laughs) Why do that? No, no, that doesn't make any sense. So I'm always afraid that they're going to send my packages back because I'm like, I have not made it to the post office yet, but I'm going to do that one day. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to shame you. (laughs) That's
1: all. Awesome. You don't. <laughs> you're not gonna shame me, but you're gonna shame me. <laughs> oh my god, this has been a good episode. I wanted to talk about some other stuff that has been happening lately, like that girl on Twitter that was talking about Bruno Mars. Fuck
0: and that the- girl. <laughs> and,
1: the- and the Quincy Jones interview we never got to talk about. Oh my
0: god, he needs a supervisor. <laughs>
1: he needs someone to. Did like you hear be all of his daughters like? Like all of his daughters and all of his family came together, and they were like, "You, you can't have to stop. do this. You have to just <laughs> stop. Just talking. take your
0: mouth like, and just
1: don't sh- sh- do just it. Just
0: don't. Just don't."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was insane too.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about that on the read, and I like didn't really know that much about it, and then I went and read it, and I was like, "Oh wow, he really did just tell everybody's secrets. He's just talking crazy."
1: What's funny is, like, I got it from I got it from Twitter first. So, like, all of Twitter was reacting at the same time. They were just like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, what are we talking about? Like, anybody that I've just known from just, like, blogging or whatever, like, random, like, sites that I follow, like, all of them were just, like, so Quincy Jones. And I was like, what the fuck has he been? He's a million years old. What is he doing? And so then... <laughs> And then like, I read some article that highlighted it and I was like, oh, he's just unfiltered, okay. And then the read covered it in more detail and I was like, oh God, (laughs) it just kept getting worse. Like every layer that I added, I was like, oh no. Like when he was like talking
0: about the assassination of a president, I was like, Quincy Jones, (laughs) even if you do know those things, for whatever reason. Maybe yeah, like, don't. Like, you're the guy. Right, like, you're the guy that knows all the secrets, sure. But, like, maybe don't be like, hey guys, want to hear all my secrets about <laughs> people who murdered other
1: people? When he said he went on a date with one of Trump's daughters or something, <laughs> I was like, and he said something about how her thighs were really nice. I don't, it was something really stupid. And I was like. <laughs> Well, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> like, how great of an interview, though. Like, if you think that you're showing up and Quincy Jones is just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, like a uh, music and stuff, and then you get all this, and you're like, I'm about to be famous as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like I'll everybody's gonna want me to interview now. <laughs> oh my god,
1: it's amazing. Also, okay.
0: What one thing that I do
1: happened? wanna mention. No no no, mm-hmm. two no, three things. <laughs> three things I'm gonna briefly mention.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then we can wrap it up because it just needs to be put out into the universe.
0: Okay. All the right. first
1: one is Viola Davis is apparently signed on to write the next Corduroy book. And I am so ready because What? what? I didn't my hear about that. When I was a kid.
0: There's literally a copy of Corduroy on my kitchen counter right now because I owe one of my friends' kids a birthday present and I'm yeah. like fucking read corduroy. <laughs>
1: apparently she's (coughs) wearing corduroy takes a bow which is just so perfect
0: i did not hear about this this is exciting uh,
1: twitter and then goodreads showed me
0: Mm, okay
1: so thank thank them nice yes and then the next thing is the national walkout day that shit was intense but
0: also I was so proud of those kids I was so fucking proud and I'm so sick of everyone being like they're just kids like what do they know like it's okay for them to get shot and hide in closets while their friends die but they can't have an opinion about getting shot hiding in closets and watching their friends die cool yeah Yeah, that makes sense cool yeah
1: (laughs) it was so good and like the thing that was so silly to me was like there were administrators like in schools that were like we'll suspend you if you leave and it's like you do realize that your suspensions and detentions mean literally nothing literally outside of nothing school.
0: like no one cares to
1: get, like if you get like excessive amounts of suspensions and stuff like that like yeah you can potentially be kicked out
0: mm-hmm. but
1: like you get suspended suspended once or going to detention once literally does not mean anything outside of that school no. like if no one has guys... ever asked
0: me about my detention ever
1: yeah no i went to detention once and it was like whatever if any of y'all are in like middle school and high school which first of all hey girl what's up but also <laughs>
0: also probably stop listening to
1: this. yeah i don't i mean we're not that bad but you know we be bad influence.
0: I <laughs> like, may have said the f-bomb a few times
1: yeah sorry but If any of y'all are listening and you're concerned about that type of thing, definitely take the rules seriously. Like, you know, be a law-abiding citizen, like, where it fits. But also realize that if you're trying to protest for your life and your principal says that the adverse effect of that is that you're going to get suspended, let him give you your staycation and you go (laughs) protest for your life because that's way more fucking important. And I promise you there's not going to be one college out there that asks you about that time that you got suspended. They don't care.
0: They don't don't care care at all. Can you pay the tuition? Come on then. Come come on to college. Do you got some scholarships? Come on.
1: You're not no. even gonna care five years from now, like it does not matter.
0: I think I only got detention once in high school, too. Look at us being twinsies. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so mad too, because uh, it mine was, was for some reason th-
1: if I remember correctly.
0: Mine was really stupid. It was like this teacher who was like literally like twenty years old and was way too close in age to everyone who was a senior mm-hmm. in this class she was teaching. And she always used to like flirt and be like, no, I'm like the fun teacher. It's fine. We can do whatever in here. And I remember specifically earlier in that class period, she had let this boy climb out of her window so he could leave class early and go get something to eat. And then I got detention because I was playing Uno when she wasn't teaching. Yes, crickets. Exactly. (laughs) Because it doesn't make fucking sense i remember being like are you are you a student just crawled out you moved your chair from behind your desk so he could climb out of the window and go get food at mcdonald's down the street and to bring you something but
1: i had detention it's because she couldn't flirt with you
0: because she's a bitch that's what it was
1: (laughs) (sighs) Ugh.
0: Ugh. yeah Detention is stupid it doesn't matter yeah get detention. who cares
1: yeah <laughs> whatever um and then last thing and then we can wrap this up so last night or no 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 the night before <clears throat> this popular streamer on twitch was playing Fortnite, which is a game it's basically like a i don't know how to explain it because you don't game so basically you can build a fort and it's also like you you're in an arena with a bunch of people and you just shoot them like you try to be the last one standing. Okay. I did okay with that. So all right I get it. <laughs> yeah it's a it's a newish game that has like come out recently. It's very colorful and fun or whatever. and mm-hmm. there's like I think he's like the most popular fortnite streamer right now like he plays it live for people to watch. Um, somehow, I just love this story. (laughs) Drake apparently plays Fortnite on PlayStation.
0: And I guess
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I guess that he found out that this dude is like a popular streamer. So he tells this kid to DM him and let him know whenever he's ready to like play together. So then this kid is like, What the fuck is happening? Like this is (laughs) actually Drake. So it was actually Drake, by the way. So they set up Yeah, they set up a play date, and, like, they're streaming, and the kid, well, the kid is streaming, he's streaming himself playing the game, and, like, Drake is in the game with him, and, but the best part is, Drake didn't want to use the in-game chat system, so he Mm -hmm. made the guy call him on his phone, or, like, probably a burner phone, because I don't know why Drake would just give his number out, but, like, like, (laughs) he made him call him on the phone, and then put it on speakerphone so they could talk to each other, (laughs) (laughs) 'Cause he's like, I don't wanna use that I don't wanna use the game chat system, so this is how we're gonna do it. And then later on, so while that's going on or whatever, all of a sudden Lil Yachty gets involved and like Drake is like, Yo, my bro Lil Yachty, like let me just get him on this game so then like Lil Yachty starts playing with the I'm sorry, of
0: them. how old is the kid who's playing with them? Is he like a so kid I, or is he like
1: I'm not familiar with him, but he looked like he was in his twenties
0: wow yeah how cool to just be like i was playing this game and oh look <laughs> now i'm playing with drake and little yachty great
1: yeah and what's great so that happens and then at one point drake was trying to get uh travis scott involved and i was just like this is so many people this is this
0: is, <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot that's happening,
1: there's a lot happening. <clears throat> and um yeah it just it it just it went insane and then at one point um drake like this random friend of drake that's like not famous at all It was just like i guess like maybe a childhood friend or some dude that he knows um Mm -hmm. he was like i guess he had been trying to play with drake like trying to like send him a message on the console or something or like somehow like drake found out that he wanted to play and drake was like oh yeah let me just like throw my friend on here so then this friend like when he joined the game Uh, his name appeared on the screen, like, his username, and so Mm -hmm. the people were instantly adding Drake's friend, like, they were just (laughs) jumping, and they were adding, and, like, he goes, yo, what's all those noises? Like, he kept hearing a notification in his ear, and then he was like, and um, the streamer was just like, I, he's like, your name popped up on my stream, so people are probably adding you right now. And then he looks, he's like, oh my God, there's so many ads. <laughs> and I was like, this poor kid is like, this dude is just like friends with Drake and probably never has this shit happen to him because he's like really protected. And then all of a sudden he like jumps he's into it. Like, what's game. happening? <laughs> it was so
0: funny I did not hear about that at all I'm gonna have to look that up I yeah. the only thing I've heard about Drake recently was his uh, God's Plan video cause he fucking like came to Miami like the day I left and was just like I'm just buying everybody's stuff I was like wait wait I can come back to Miami and be in the music video I can come back just wait <laughs> huh I'm gonna look that I'm gonna look that up that's, that's funny yeah
1: <laughs> it was it was really good there was a lot of people <laughs> that were kind of like annoyed because like I don't know nerds get really protective about like popular people liking their thing because for so long gaming wasn't popular and it's like you don't know like honestly Drake kind of strikes me as like he was a big fucking nerd growing up oh, like
0: absolutely he was like on fucking Degrassi like <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, I feel like he wasn't exactly, like, the popular dude growing up. He was probably just a normal dude that played video games. So it's okay that he enjoys video games. But also, like, stop being Mm. so protective of of that. Like, I get it because I was not exactly a popular kid and I liked video games. So I get being like, oh, this was, like, the weird, like, shunned thing for a while. But, like, we just Mm -hmm. don't live in that world. Like, our world is pretty much all digital now. So it's, like, it's okay that people are getting into these things. Also, you should be happy because... The stuff you likes getting more recognition but it's yeah. like it's also really good mm. for like streaming because there are a lot of people that are professional gaming streamers that make a lot of money off of it but like they don't get a lot of legitimacy because of it not being like a traditional profession mm-hmm. so to have like someone as big as drake like and lil yachty like that's jump huge into for that him. stream that like yeah. that blows that shit up like so i don't know it's cool mm.
0: Yeah, and people will find any reason to hate. I'm sure some of those people were just, like, jealous that Drake didn't want to play games with them.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure they were just mad that he, he DM'd that guy first. Like... <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <sighs> That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I don't think I have anything else other than, um fuck Mike Pence Um, Mm -hmm. you've made this week really difficult Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm excited to go hang out with my family for a few days or two what day and a half really because I'm coming back Sunday (laughs) Uh, but it'll just be good to get out of Savannah for a little bit maybe catch up on my own reading I'm trying to finish Alias Grace for my book group that I was just telling you about Uh, but I haven't been reading as often as I should and like we're supposed to talk about it on Wednesday man I'm like on page 23 so <laughs> it's probably maybe not gonna happen but I'll try
1: <laughs> maybe you'll get some good downtime at your <clears> parents house
0: it is true that they have horrible service so you know the internet will be touch and go so maybe I will read a lot there you go <laughs> um I hope that you have a fabulous weekend and you have tomorrow off but you go to work today
1: no, Tonight. I was off today and tomorrow,
0: and I nice. work Sunday. Nice. Well, I hope that you have a good two days off and enjoy some sunshine.
1: Enjoy some Thank of
0: that you. warmness. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the little the little bit of chill in the air.
0: <laughs> I hope it's a real spring and not a fake spring like the one we had a couple weeks ago where it was like, oh, my God, it's 80 degrees. And then it was like, my, there's ice, there's icicles on the car. How did this happen? How did this happen?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm worried it's a fake spring, but I'm going to take it as I got it because it's been a nice like <laughs> week of sunshine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening and, you know, review our podcast. Tell your friends to follow. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And on Instagram, we always have a visual component to all the adventures that we talked about. So we'll mm-hmm. definitely share some pictures from Miami, from the cruise, from the sandwich speakeasy. I got a good sandwich mm-hmm. picture, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the good stuff. So yeah, that. we'll probably have yeah, an us, actual adventure next episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you like about it. What you want to hear more of. The feedback. I like feedback. <laughs> Bye, guys. Okay. Bye, guys. What are you talking about? I got something I want to say to you. Check it out. Woo! Pop it up. So I did like test the mic out, but I guess I didn't do like, does it sound better down here or does it sound better up here? I just made sure that it yeah, worked. So I don't know where to put this in relation to my I'm using the mouth.
1: stand. <laughs> That's what she said. This sh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, like, this far away from my mouth. But if you're I holding
0: it... I mean, you're it- on a computer screen, so, like, I don't... <laughs> I appreciate the hand gestures, but they're not really helping because it's you're like, two inches. what
1: is this, like, six inches a foot away? It's something like that. So, like, where you're holding it seems reasonable
0: all right we'll see
1: yeah i mean <laughs> the worst is i just have to turn us down a lot because we're just screaming <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh,